This is Downstream, a podcast by the Rocky Mountain Outlook, taking you behind the headlines. I'm Jordan Small, a reporter at the Outlook. Hey, let's face it, the Bull Valley music scene would look completely different without the contributions of this local musician. If the crowd is dancing and grooving, my guest feels like he's done his job. Today on Downstream, frontman for the Rocky Mountain Country Rock Band, The Rambling Hey Ohas, Gary Gonis discusses the band's inaugural album, plus, Gonis performs live in studio, right now on Downstream. This podcast has been brought to you by Strides Canmore, the only dedicated running store in the Bow Valley. Located beside Starbucks in Canmore, they have an extensive selection of running shoes, apparel, and gear for all levels of runners and walkers alike. Over 35 models of running shoes to fit every size of foot. Check us out at stridescanmore.com. So awesome. Uh, Gary, great to have you here. Good morning. Much, much appreciated. Good morning. And speaking of good morning, uh, I got a great text from you this morning. Uh, you're, you're asking uh, to maybe push it back a little bit, uh, this uh, interview, just because you had got in at 4 a.m. Uh, yeah. So maybe could you just tell me, uh, it was with the rambling hey ho haws. You were at the tavern late night. Uh, I love the whole, uh, you know, you're out there being a musician, doing it. Yeah, late nights. Maybe it was, we could just tell me about the night, night last night, and we, we played really well and had a lot of fun, and the crowd was into it, and we got to play a number of original songs, which are on their new album at Arts Place, and uh, uh, it was just a really good energy night and a fun energy night, and the tavern does a great job of promoting bands. Right on, right on. So, do you uh, like? I know you're pretty active on the scene. Uh, like, I see you at Tommy's, I see you at Mel's. Uh, how many nights a week are you actually out either doing, you know, open mics or 25 gigs a year, wow. either single, dual, or with the band? And that's all Bow Valley or do you go elsewhere? All well? Bow Valley, which is lovely because you don't have to spend money on gas travel. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, uh, obviously, uh, the rambling Hey Oh Haas have a new live album out. Yeah. Uh, it was recorded this past December at Arts Place. Maybe could you just tell me a little bit about that. Uh, talk about the guys in the band too. It's a five-piece uh, Rocky Mountain country music band. Uh, and maybe just talk about the guys in the band, talk about the album, and uh, we'll go from there. Sure. Well, let's start off with uh, Morgan, who's uh, this amazing drummer, jazz-trained drummer. And uh, he also flies helicopters too, but he's a really nice guy and he's just got this lovely ear and skill to uh, make beautiful fills and uh, just he plays with brushes really really well and just puts a lot of flavor and very lucky to have him uh, at this time for the album is is really nice so Morgan uh, he's uh, awesome drummer uh, Jake uh, on guitar, very talented musician, consummate musician. He plays all the time with many bands, actually. He's quite in demand. Yeah, he was uh, Bighorn Thunder in Battle of the Bands this past That's year. Correct. Right? Yeah. That's correct. Runners up. Runners up, <laughs> yeah. And uh, 
he's uh just another it's it's funny how uh everyone that came together for the album it was more not like making an album to you know make it big it was more like a project of friends and people that came together and it was just this little community for a night or actually two nights uh that came together and just put on this lovely production it was, it was great uh, so Jake's very talented guitar player. He's got a lot of flavor uh, in his guitar styles and playing. He can play, you know, anything and, and do it really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, at Bailey, who's in Elk Run and Riot. Elk and Run Riot, yeah. They're uh, the Bow Valley's premier band. And I just, I wish them a real break so they can, you know, uh, they, they, they're very talented and they should be touring across Canada because they, they got the talent and the, the vocals and, and Bailey, he's a multi-instrumentalist and uh, he's been with me day one. Yeah, and uh, I don't know how many years now, at least over 12 years and maybe more, uh, we've been playing and uh, he just brought a mandolin to the open mic one time. I said, well, I'll just play it. And so uh, we've been together ever since doing that. And uh, I think Bruce McComb is the... Bruce McComb, yeah. another solid person, multi-instrumentalist instrumentalist plays bass with us sings with us uh he's got a huge wealth of knowledge in music but he just loves playing and again just a really nice person family guy he's got now two kids and you know he's got a dog and a lovely wife and um uh he really likes all styles of music and understands it all he also is the head theater carpenter at the band center and he's got all this wonderful knowledge and obviously, uh, you're the front man of the group, and you guys put together this live album, and it's your first album. Did you guys ever just kind of stop and think, like, we got to get this right in the first shot, or else, like, <laughs> we Actually, might mess no, this up? It, or? it wasn't. We, we went in there, well, you know, it was like, you know what? If we goof up on something, we'll just stop, we'll restart it over, and, and we'll just go. We, we didn't put pressure on ourselves. But as I said, the group, Caitlin Brandy that did the recording, Casella did uh, the filming, uh, Dave Miller, all, all these people that came together, were, it was just like this, I, this family. It was, it was like working on a farm with a family. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, there was no real pressure. Literally, we played the songs all together, I think four times. So we had two practices before the dress rehearsal. The dress rehearsal was the day before the performance. We did that. And then we did a quick run through the day of. Mm-hmm. So four times we came together. Few songs we play at shows, but not as precise and clean. Mm-hmm. I well, just, the production came together really smooth, really natural. And uh, I find people are getting caught up in overproduction nowadays. I'd rather just do it as it is and let the chips fall where they may. Was anybody, uh, were, were there nerves running high that day or was everybody Actually, pretty mellow? Everyone was really having a good time and really mellow. I think uh, Brandon and Caitlin had a lot uh, more pressure than anyone to do this recording because we had some malfunctions with soundboards that actually were not working and we had to bring them back and actually uh, 
ended up buying one because uh, uh, and so we had a few. They had the most pressure, Brendan and Caitlin, but they did an excellent job and they have excellent ears for listening. You guys recorded at Camor's Arts Place. Was that always the first destination or top spot for you guys, or was there other spots discussed? Yeah, no, I, I, I did want to record. I had a few ideas, but uh, it just came to me, well, why don't we just do everything at Arts Place? It's an indoor theater. Theater. They got it. Arts Place, I can't say enough good things about it. Mm-hmm. It's a, a community arts place, and uh, they welcomed us with open arms and we literally took apart the place for two days and loaded all this gear in and uh i was really happy we just did it there Mm -hmm. and we just had the freedom of you know doing what we needed to do and had the facility to do it which was it's absolutely fantastic for local musicians to present their music when uh you i guess in hindsight after everything's done was there something that you thought uh, went very well for you guys during the recording and then in hindsight again was there something that you would have done a little bit differently i wouldn't have changed anything mm-hmm. no not at all the audience that was there was so responsive uh we had uh, marcus from the local radio station doing the announcing there we had uh uh i wouldn't change anything it was perfect mm-hmm. it's just the way it came out naturally you know it came out better than I ever thought it would. The sound was amazing for what we did. And, you know, I just have to say, there was just, all those songs are one take. Yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they did a little bit of uh, editing, mastering after, but that was it. Like, what we did there was what we did. I enjoyed uh, listening back to it. There was uh, certain parts I enjoyed, like sort of like almost like sketches throughout it, like the coffee yes, bit. Yes, uh, yes, Rafi <laughs> T was awesome. Was there any uh, particular part about the album, the whole experience? Uh, like I know one of the songs is about your, uh, about your late mother. Yeah. Uh, was there any uh, specific point that you're like, this is the best part of the so- CD for me or the album for me? Uh, or like, did you just enjoy the entire process? Hmm. You know, I, I just, uh, to me, the, the most special part of it was uh, I never get to see the band because I'm always staring at the crowd and I kind of look mm-hmm. at the band. But I got to look at the band more and just to see the smiles on their faces and to see their enjoyment, to me, that was the most special part. Mm-hmm. And second of all, the, the audience that was there was so enthusiastic and so into it. I, I have to the, give them credit for... Uh, putting their their voices and their sound and their applause because it just it was so heartfelt it's a very honest album in in every respect we're gonna get to some more questions to you but right now yeah you have guitar in hand yes i do and we would Uh, love ginger blue ginger blue yeah we would love to hear a song so maybe just uh tell us what song you're going to be playing on uh, ginger blue and uh we'll go from there okay uh, I'll play, Hey, It's Not Windy Anymore. And in the first line, it's called, uh, there's a band called Archimedean Groove. And uh, they were playing all around town, all around Banff, all over for about six months. There was all Archimedean Groove and all friends of mine that played on him. And I didn't know what Archimedean meant or Archimedean Groove was. But they explained to me, it's the actual groove in a record. 
Uh, did you know that? I did not know that. No, I did not. Yeah, so <laughs> I, first line I mentioned them, and and, uh, and this oh, is this is on uh, the live at Arts Place. This is live on yeah. Arts Place, and we had Caitlin Conley uh, uh, sing with us. Her beautiful voice, and and uh, it, it, I her harmonies were fantastic on it. So if you listen to it, listen to her harmonies because she did things that I would never think of doing in this song. So here it goes. It's called the uh, Hey, It's Not Windy Anymore. Go for it, <laughs> How many times, how many times is Yarkmenian going to prove? This many, this many people that got to move. And hey, it's not windy anymore. And it's now windy anymore. Why struggle, why struggle for life? Winter warms, winter warms my heart. And it's now windy anymore. Windy, it's now windy anymore. You are the best. Uh, you're outperforming late last night, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. you come in here and perform for us. Uh, I really appreciate that. My, That's my awesome. pleasure. All good. All good. I wanted to uh, ask you a little bit about the uh, Bow Valley music scene, because obviously you're so integrated into it, and you're such a big part of it. Uh, when you do this, uh, when you kind of go out, uh, like obviously you're a part of, <laughs> you, you promote Battle of the Bands, you promote the Band Harvest Fest. Uh, when you're kind of out watching all this and you've been doing it for so many years, what's sort of your favorite part about all this? Like what sort of rewards do you kind of get inside? The, the, the rewards I get is uh, it's purely anything I do that's in, in the community, whether it's battle bands or helping a project or whatever. Just want to hear 
a band playing their own music and then seeing the audience react in a positive wave towards them. Mm-hmm. When a band plays their own song and the tra- crowd goes, woo, that's, that's the essence of everything. All that other stuff is uh, just making sure that happens. Simple as that. And you know what's a perfect example of that was this past year's Battle of the Bands with Kyle Poland in the final. Uh, I, there must have been, how many people do you think, inside Tommy's? About 40 it, it, who cr- crashed this little crashed stage. crashed the front. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's like a mosh pit in yeah. front there. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, different bands and whatnot, yeah. uh, obviously you've been in many are you uh, many bands that you've been in? Uh, yeah. The Ramblin' Hey Ho Ha's, Peace, Chicken Wire. Yeah, uh, I believe this last one is called Et Al. Et, Et Al. Yeah. Uh, so my question to you is, uh, what goes into creating the next great band name for Gary Gonis? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's funny. The uh, Ramblin' Hey Ho Ha's was uh, named by uh, a fellow that played with uh, uh, Bruce McComb. His name is Chris. He's a chef at the band center and a musician. Chris Hill. And he says, uh, one day, he's, he just comes, you know what, Gary? And he names bands really well. Uh, you should be Ramblin' Gary in the hey ho And <laughs> I didn't like the Gary part because it's, you know, I just don't thought it was too, too me. So I said, oh, well, how about the Ramblin' hey ho So Chris Hill's the guy who named that band. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> one of maybe uh, one of your lesser-known accolades uh, of yours, Gary, on top of musician and songwriting promoter. Uh, we can add political activist to it uh, because you, you <laughs> hear me out, uh, because uh, you successfully helped change a busking bylaw in Banff yes, uh, in the late 90s. Yeah. Uh, so I, I believe the busking bylaw at the time was you can only do two weeks at a time yeah, in the town of Banff. Yeah, for two weeks at a time. Just do you mind uh, telling a little bit of that story? So I first heard that story, first read that story, it was... Um, Corey DeMano's story on you yeah. uh, a couple of years ago. And then I saw it again on your live album where you spoke about it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so maybe could you just tell a little bit of that story that Corey. people who might not know about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, it was just, I, I came into town and uh, I wondered about playing on the street. And, you know, and they said, well, we only had permits for two weeks. At, and, and I thought, oh, that's crazy, man. You can't. So what I did is I wrote a song called Buskin to the Gun. I had, uh, uh, which is on the album as well. Yeah, which is on the album. And I, I, everyone's going, oh, yeah, we should get 100 people on there busking and, you know, do us. I said, no, no, let's just do the proper channels that are allowed to us. And, you know, I, I put a formal thing into the town hall and, uh, you know, I wanted to meet with the counselors and, and present this idea of, you know, uh, just, you know, let's busk all the time. I need to, you know, love to see it happen all the time. And so I brought my guitar and there were, you know, talked about two hours about other stuff. And <laughs> Mr. Gonis, can you please come up and present your busking proposal? And I said, hey, all I want to do is play more music and so do other people. Uh, and uh, here's some suggestions. And I went to each counselor and hand them a paper with suggestions of what, you know, they should do. And I said, on the air side, there's a list to this song I'm going to play for you. <laughs> so I, I played busking to the gun in the chambers of the Banff uh, town hall and it was packed and uh, I got a rousing applause and uh, you know, they asked me a few questions. Oh, and because of that, I, and I can't believe it. And 
they changed all the, you know, you can busk all year round now. And there's some, you know, they, they got designated spots so you can busk. And there's, you know, there's some, you know, guidelines and all this stuff. So that's, you know, I always thought about this one person can change. And I never believed that until I did that. Uh, Gary, I'm glad you brought up the busking uh, designated spots. Yeah. Uh, because I actually have a series of photos to show you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Awesome. So, uh, I have this. Obviously, these are the. I'm showing Gary. Oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The town of uh, Banff bylines. Yeah. yeah, this is what they bylaws of where they can. Vermin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and now I have photos to show you from local folk band Elk Runner Riots. Yeah, new yeah. music video Wandering. Yeah. Uh, Canadian which, music video premiere. Which uh, actually, thank you. As Andy. you can see, can show Gary. He's actually in it. Oh my gosh! Are we? Is this an illegal busking thing going on here or something? You're, uh, you're not actually. You're on the Bow River Bridge right now, which yeah. is not part of the busking area. No, I know. So, and uh, in the final picture there, you're actually looking not remorseful at all about being. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> and, and in the, in the photos, you can it clearly shows you accepting money. Uh, so, yes, so, yes. The, so the penalty for this is between a hundred dollars and twenty five hundred dollars, or ninety days in jail. Okay. Uh, so I'm just going to ask you straight up, do you want to turn yourself in or yeah, do I have to do, do the 90 you? days in jail and, and, you know, get the experience of being in, 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 in prison, you know, and, and, and oh my God, uh, yes, that was me. That was totally me doing that hundred percent. So, you know, I am, uh, you know, the peace officers of town of Banff can come and talk to me about that. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Actually, uh, it's a, it's a, a wonderful video. And the song is sung so well by Ryan and uh, Ryan, Ryan and Andrew. Yeah, right? Ryan and Andrew. Their voices are amazing, and yeah. and Bailey and the whole band. Those, those guys are they're just, they're amazing, and they're actually going to be playing at Arts Place coming up next week or the week. How do you yeah. uh, how did you get in that music video? Did they just ask you straight up, or what? Was yeah, the they said, at? "Hey, Gary, you want to be in a video?" I'm going, "Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's go." Sort of the same way with this podcast. Hey, you want to be in a podcast? Yeah. Sure. But you know what? Anyone in this valley that tries to do some, it's actually quite a struggle. It really is. And, uh, you know, for them to be able to pull that off, was it was a lot of work for them. And it was a lot of money and a lot of time. And, you know, we're, you know, we're not millionaires. We're just doing the best we can here. One thing about being in the Vol Valley, it's really hard to have a band to keep together mm -hmm. because people are, you know, moving in and out all the time. There's, you know, very little places where you can rehearse loudly and do your proper rehearsals. So, uh, you know, being in that video was, uh, it was, it was an honor, and and uh, they're just, I wish them the best. Speaking of uh, Elk Run and Riot, uh, they're alumni of Battle of the Bands. Yep. They're alumni of Banff Harvest Festival. Yep. Uh, is there a certain festival or anything that you've promoted that you kind of stands out to you? Or they, do they all kind of mesh together at this point? Or what, what's sort of like your most, uh, I guess, proud achievement to this point? Mm, just as again, as people can play their own original music and, and they have a, a, an excellent uh, audience and a facility to, uh, to play it. I mean, my gosh, the gazebo at Banff playing at Harvest Fest, mm -hmm. it's the most beautiful festival area in the world. It really is. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. it's amazing. And uh, I, I just have to say that, you know, I want to thank Arts Place for being so community-minded. Thank you. And uh, the the music scene here, there's like there's the band center, but you know what? 
you, you know, you have to register and, and pay money to be a, a residency person there if you want to do the singer-songwriter thing or the indie band thing. The, the scene that's going on in the town of Banff in the Bow Valley is all these bands that have matured and getting better and they're doing things and they're, you know, it, it, uh, I'm just so happy to see bands, the levels of the bands going up and they're touring around and they're, they're, they're playing other places and they're, I mean, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Getting it out there and, and uh, uh, you know, improving and, and, and going up to the next level. And I'm just so happy to see uh, see these bands. I'm I'm just trying to think of their names. Guy and a girl, Sean Isaac. What's his band? The Raven and the Fox. Raven, in fact, they were actually they came down and danced with us uh, at the tavern last night. There and uh, and they were really sharp dressed. And uh, anyways, you know, bands like that, amazing voices, lovely arrangements, and uh, it's good to see them coming up and and going and doing stuff. Right on. Yeah. Uh, Gary, uh, talking about uh, live at Arts Place from the rambling Hey Ho Ha's, where can people uh, find the album? It's on your new website. Uh, is there going to be physical copies that are going to be coming out? I think you said there might be vinyls that are coming out, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Like, Is it uh, just strictly on um, digital format right now? Or what's sort of the... How, how do people pick up this album is what I'm trying to say. Okay, yeah. Well, it totally is on digital format, and the full album is there. Uh, all the songs, all original songs are there. They can do that now. We're going to work on getting on vinyl, and we are going to work on getting on CD. Mm-hmm. And this is our first record we put out, and it, it was a lot of work, and uh, everything doesn't come instantly. It takes a while for this stuff to develop. We had a few post-production glitches, which we have totally uh, fixed. And uh, uh, it's all a learning experience for me. All this like website, Instagram, <laughs> all this stuff is just <laughs> so over the top. It's crazy, but I guess it's the way to go. And uh, yes, we will have CDs. Yes, we'll have cassettes. Yes, we'll have a vinyl eventually. Uh, just give us a little time. Cool. But uh, go, yeah, go on the website and they can get it. They can do their little PayPal and, uh, you know, listen to some awesome music. The website is www.theramblin, with no G, yeah. heyhohas.com. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and do you, do you know the Instagram <laughs> feed off the top of your head? <laughs> not, not my head, no. I, <laughs> okay, how not. about uh, next performances? Obviously, you performed at the Tavern last night. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, is there anything coming up in yeah, late we got, April? Yeah, uh, we got uh, three more shows in April, I think. Um, uh, at the High Five, is it? Yes, High Used Five to Live, be the last call, and we're playing there next week. So that's our first show there. And what, I'd like uh, to thank them. Do you know what date that is? April. <laughs> Look on the website. Look on the website, guys. Look on the website. It's all there. <laughs> it's ne- Friday next week, <laughs> whatever that is, and that starts at eight o'clock, and we'll be ready to rock. Right to 11 there, and uh, excited playing at the new venue there, and uh, I look forward to it, yeah. So definitely come out to that show, and then uh, we got a couple more, oh, we got one week after at Melissa's and Banff on the Thursday, and then two at the end of the month at St. James Gate. I think that was April 27th to 28th yeah. at St. James Gate. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 
But uh, we'd love to see people come out to the shows and just whatever, just support live music. Whatever you do, just go out and see it. You know, put your pants on, go out to these venues, enjoy the live music because, you know, anything can do be done in production nowadays. And until you see the band live, you really don't know who they are. Well, great. Well, I think uh, next pint would be on me, Gary, okay, uh, one of these yeah. events. And, I'm uh, all for that. i got to say thank you very much for uh, coming on here. I really appreciate yeah, it. And the Rocky pleasure. Mountain Elk really appreciates it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much, Outlook. And, you know, thanks for promoting local music. Thank you. Downstream is brought to you by the Rocky Mountain Outlook, located in the heart of the beautiful Bow Valley. This podcast was recorded at our newspaper studios in Canmore, produced and audio engineered by Aaron Toombs, and published by Jason Lyon. For more from the Outlook, you can visit our website at rmoutlook.com.